Hello and welcome back to Pop Fix. We had a, a little cheeky little break. We're, we're back. We're feeling refreshed, I think. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Would we say that? Uh, I'm Marnie Dixit and I'm joined by my lovely co-hosts, Samma Rose. Hello. And Steph Nutso. Hi, guys. Now, last show, which was, what, two, three weeks ago, we had a little, um, a little, we sort of mentioned a little giveaway. <laughs> but it was a cheeky one, wasn't it? It was very cheeky. We put it at the very end of the episode just to see if anyone actually listens that far in. <laughs> <laughs> and it turns out there are some of you that do. And therefore you knew that we were going on a break because that's how we announced it, which seems silly to us now that we announced it at the very end. But who cares? Three of you <laughs> listened. Sama, who are our three? We've got, so the our prize winners are Lucy, Michael, and Ishana. Woo! <laughs> I feel like Yay! we need to edit in a little applause there. <laughs> I would try to find that. Uh, and so we're, we're working on a little something, something. Maybe something a little special. Maybe a little special pop fix. You're uh, getting some merch. <laughs> I love that. I'm like, w- like walking around the, the topic, and Sam is like, much, much, much. The people want their prize. <laughs> so we will be in touch with you guys and let you know what the go is with all of that. And then if we like it enough, maybe we could sell it to other people. Mm. Yeah, you guys can celebrate Pop Fix with some gorgeous merch if you want to. Let us know if you'd be interested. We'll set it up. Hell yeah. Coming up on the show, we're chatting about the death of Prince Philip and DMX, the huge Kardashian scandal of last week, plus Raider or Hater and heaps more. So let's get into your pop fix where we fill you in on everything that's happened in the entertainment world this week. Over the weekend, news broke that Prince Philip, Queen Elizabeth's husband for over seven decades, passed away at the age of 99. It's been reported that he passed peacefully in his Windsor Castle residence. Our Prime Minister Scott Morrison, ScoMo, made an official statement on the Prince's passing over Twitter. And um, I just thought I'd read a little bit for you guys. So he said, For nearly 80 years, Prince Philip served his crown, his country and the Commonwealth. His Royal Highness the Duke of Edinburgh was, in the words of Her Majesty, her strength and stay. He embodied a generation that we will never see again. Beginning as a naval cadet in 1939, he served in war and in peace. When Her Majesty ascended the throne, the Duke ended his military service and became her constant support. Prince Philip was no stranger to Australia, having visited our country on more than 20 occasions. 20 doesn't... Like, if you have a lot of money... 20... (laughs) (laughs) Why aren't you coming to Australia more often? (laughs) Through his service to the Commonwealth, he presided as patron or president of nearly 50 organisations in Australia. Given his own service, Prince Philip has also had a strong connection with the Australian Defence Force. For 65 years, the Duke of Edinburgh's award scheme has encouraged over 775,000 young Australians to explore their leadership potential. 40,000 young Australians are currently participating in the program. That's awesome. Australians send our love and deepest condolences to Her Majesty and all the royal family. The Commonwealth family joins together in sorrow and thanksgiving for the loss and life of Prince Philip. God bless from all here in Australia, even from the atheists. Um, (laughs) So, 
<laughs> Over the course of two days, the Australian media has reported on Prince Philip over 2,000 times. What? Yes. I believe Sorry. it. I was, yeah, I mean, me too, I guess, but that's a lot. Yeah, when I saw that, I was like, you're kidding. How? What would you even... Anyways. Um, I reckon and- my work contributed to... 10% Minimum. Minimum. We had a lot of stories ready to go. Like, they were ready oh. for his 100th birthday, but oh. that was June oh, 10th. missed it just by... Oh, Yeah, wow. so they were ready to go for that. Unfortunately, didn't make it that far. Wow. So, I'm... Well, I guess 100's beginnings, but I'm surprised you'd have to write it so well in advance. But... Of these 2,000 stories, quite a number of them did not uh, remember Prince Philip in the most positive light. Uh, Many news outlets have pointed to the many occasions that the prince made problematic statements. The ABC reported that the prince's quote-unquote gaffes um, were at times plainly racist. There are quotes from the prince reaching decades into the past, but in the not-too-distant past... The prince made a statement many Australians won't forget. In 2002, he was in Cairns and asked Ivan Brim, an Indigenous businessman, do you still throw spears at each other? And this brings me to something you brought up, Steph, uh, and that is the fact that the news coverage of Prince Philip largely overshadowed the news on Indigenous deaths in custody. Yeah, so I... um. Well, I actually spotted this because um, I noticed that a few First Nations activists were commenting on on uh, Instagram in particular about the fact that they had seen so much news about Prince Philip and just really not very much about the um, uh, recent, there's been five Aboriginal deaths in custody over the past month. And um, I'm not sure if, you guys uh, saw, but there were rallies over the weekend about um, Aboriginal deaths in custody. Right here and, in Sydney too, right? Yeah, yeah. It, it was um, all across the country. And, you know, obviously uh, it's a very important issue. And so um, rightly there's been a lot of hurt off the back of the fact that, you know, there's 2,000 articles going towards Prince Philip and um, a considerably smaller amount going towards this this um, big issue. So, if you if you saw the the protests that were happening, basically what it is all to do with is obviously the yes there were five recent deaths um, in custody, but in a larger problem here the there was um, a royal commission into Aboriginal deaths in custody. Back in uh, 1991, there was a final report given on that. And there they, there was like 300 different recommendations made um, in, in, that, in that piece. And since that date, there's now been more than 417 um, additional deaths in custody wow. for um, First Nations peoples. And so, you know, the... Just, I've, I've done a little bit of reading on it. There's actually quite a good um, Sydney Morning Herald article that goes into a lot more detail that I won't um, you know, attempt to, to cover right now. But basically the, the report 
considered the gross overrepresentation of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people in custody in Australia and um, spoke about the many inequalities that contribute to that. And yes, 300 recommendations were made. And to date, I believe there's about 36% of those that still haven't been um, uh, finalised or if, like put into practice. And they've had three decades. Yeah. Yeah, wow. So, understandably, people are really hurt mm. and calling for change and the protests on the weekend were uh, an important part of that. So, you know, I just think that it's kind of important to just make a note here that if you find yourself reading an article about Prince Philip this week, maybe also spend some time uh, reading about this issue as well and looking at the ways that maybe we could support First Nations peoples better and what needs to change right now and this huge issue that we're facing right now in Australia. So, yeah. I feel almost bad. I've got more quotes from Prince Philip, but now I'm like, <laughs> oh, do I, should well, I read thing, them? I mean, look, that's still a news story that is significant. I just, um, yeah, it was over, you know, this was overshadowed grossly. Yeah. 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 Um, there were so many inappropriate comments by Philip. Like, mm. I'm sure you guys have seen them all. Like, in 1986, he told a British student in China, if you stay here much longer, you'll go home with slitty eyes. Oof. Oh, my God. In 1998, yeah. he said to another British backpacker who had trekked through Papua New Guinea, you managed not to get eaten then. Oh, my God. He was once forced to issue a public apology after he said a messy fuse box at an electronics factory looked as though it was put in by an Indian. What does that mean? He has oh. denied that he was racist and has claimed he was simply a master in dontopodology, which is the what? science what is... of opening your mouth and putting your foot in it, a science which I have practised <laughs> for a good many years, he said. That's kind of funny. <laughs> I thought this one was actually funny because it's... Got nothing to do with race. When he met Kate Blanchett in 2008, he was told she worked in the film industry. So he asked her, can you fix my DVD player? There's a cord sticking oh. out of the back. <laughs> Might you tell me where it goes? <laughs> Such an old man. Oh, no. And guys, of course, it didn't take long for someone to blame Philip's death on Meghan and Harry, right? Oh, oh, no. Yeah. What? I don't even so Fox, I know. Fox and Friends host Brian Kilmeade seemingly linked the pair's Oprah interview with the 99-year-old's death, saying it evidently added to his stress. There are reports that Philip was enraged after the interview and the fallout from the interview with Oprah Winfrey. So here he is trying to recover and he's hit with that, Kilmeade said on his show. Though it's not clear where these suggested reports originated from. So, yeah, I mean, as we said, he was 99. Uh, how many 99-year-olds do you know? <laughs> like, generally. <That> Oprah. <laughs> generally, how many 99-year-olds do you know? <laughs> he lived a very Zero. long life, much longer than many get the chance to live to, and it was his yeah. time. Yeah. Yes, it's very sad, but look at everything he was able to be around for. Uh, and, you know, much like us, a lot of social media users were unsurprisingly annoyed at the comments with one writing, <laughs> what else could explain the passing? <laughs> so, 
think. <laughs> what else could explain passing at the tender age of 99? <laughs> Other than... <laughs> another, so of you. Another said, it's very common for 99-year-olds to see that see that something on TV that annoys them and then suddenly die over a month later. Oh, God. Oh, this reminds me of... Um, there was a comedian, I don't remember his name, I just saw it pop up, and he was making fun of the royals. And he... On the same night, right? On the on same Friday night, night. That Prince Philip Oh, passed. I saw that too. How funny was that? And then he just kept going. Oh, oh, gosh. I'll link it in the PopFix Facebook group. Yes, please. Um, so, yes, Harry is uh, going to attend the funeral. He's already touched down in the UK. But due to Meghan's pregnancy, she's quite far in, she's not able to fly. And no doubt, I saw this thing that was like the UK headlines will either be like, Meghan doesn't show up to the funeral. How horrible. Or like, <laughs> Meghan shows up to the funeral. How horrible. Like, yeah. she's doing it well, for yeah, attention. She can't win. Yeah. She can't win. Um, but yeah, so... Always, always fun with the royals, isn't it? Oh, yes. It's always a time. <laughs> so there was actually another significant loss last week, actually, and that was um, with rapper DMX. He passed away um, on April 9th, local time in the, the US. So DMX, whose full name was Earl Simmons, he had suffered what has been referred to as a catastrophic cardiac arrest on April 2nd and was rushed to hospital on that day. Sounds like the worst kind of cardiac event. Yeah, catastrophic. I, I know, yeah. Yeah. Um, he was basically in a um, very serious uh, condition from that point on and then he passed away a, a week a week later. Simmons was – he was only 50 at the time of his death, which is – Only 50? Yeah. That's what I'm saying I, I, with Prince wow. Philip. 99. They <laughs> yes. had a good inning. Some people Do die blame- much before they should. Do we blame I'm Harry so- and Meghan for this one? We too, should, or? I think, in fact. Oh probably. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, this is quite a tragic one. And his, his loss has been met with a wave of tributes. So, I've seen um, messages from the likes of Alicia Keys, Missy Elliott, LeBron James, there's loads more. If you're familiar with uh, DMX's work, you'll know that he stepped into the music scene in the 90s um, and went on to release a, a bunch of albums like It's Dark and Hell is Hot, hugely popular rapper. Um, and one of the most recent things that he, he did that was very well received was um, he did a, one of those versus battles with Snoop Dogg. Oh, yeah. So I don't know if you want to kind of check out some of his more popular tracks i think that'd be a good thing to check out right now but yeah so um dmx his ex-wife uh gave a statement um about his loss he also had 15 children okay so i was going to ask (laughs) so because you shocked me with that statement Mm. earlier um did he have more than one ex-wife was there a lot of women yeah Yeah, there 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 are because imagine if it was one few women no, but you know what? This is wild, and this is such an aside. But after learning that he had fifteen children, I did look into yeah. that to see if this was more than one woman. Um, and then I went down a rabbit hole of looking up <laughs> at all the women he was with. <laughs> no, record-breaking like oh, people who have had the oh, most children, like the most children. What's the record? 
Well, I mean, historically, and this is like a loose thing, um, but uh, Genghis Khan was, oh. was they, oh, they said yeah. like thousands. Oh, so, yeah. but but um, in and this is just me talking, like recalling this from the top of my head. Um, I didn't actually write these this in my notes for today. <laughs> um, Funny that, but I believe there was a man in recent years who had something like two hundred and eighty. Stop it! Was he a sperm donor? Surely no, no, More no. Natural. Although there's been that too, because that's been us. That's happened many times. How? Just... Well. When a mummy and a daddy <laughs> love each other. No. Or don't even um, love each other very much. No. Yeah. I'm like, who is supporting all of those children? Oh, my God. Those well, poor women. It. As if he can afford to do it. Unless he's making a lot of money as a record breaker. Maybe. <laughs> and then I think I also read, and this could be so wrong, so just nobody quote me on this, but I think that there, that we were... I was reading that there was a woman who had about 44 children. Stop it. How? Because, no, 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 no how? how? How many years were they triplets? Were they quadruplets? Yeah, were yes. Were they septuplets? Mostly there were triplets. Oh, my God. Many times over, there were multiples. And then she had her tubes tied. Um, she waited yeah. how long? <laughs> I think when she was 40. I was like, wait. Babe. When she was 40, she had her tubes tied. That means she's had 44 children before she was 40. Yeah, I can't. This is also you. like I could I be getting this kind of wrong, but this is just what I'm remembering because I went and went on a big um, deep dive. Marnie's <laughs> gone Google. So I've started typing "woman gave birth to," and the first thing that comes up is sixty-nine children. Stop! Oh no. God! So no. there you go. No, no. Did one woman really <laughs> give birth to sixty-nine children? Oh my gosh! So. Apparently, a peasant from Russia gave birth to. How do they have to write peasant? Yeah, that just feels <laughs> insulting. How long ago is, it? is this? Like eighteen hundreds? <laughs> um, yeah. Was it Anastasia? No, it was really long ago. Seventeen twenty-five. Oh. oh. Uh, between seventeen twenty-five and seventeen sixty-five, Mrs. Vasilyev popped out sixteen though. pairs of twins, seven sets of triplets, and four sets of quadruplets over twenty-seven separate labors. The grand total was 69 children. Mm-mm. No, no, thank you. I'm upset no. for her. No. I know. What a pain. Why? Literally a like... pain. Literally. <laughs> so much pain. I was going to say why, but then I realised that it was that long ago you couldn't really just get the pill. <laughs> like, Yeah, true. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I feel like that's more than some towns. Like that's more people than in some towns in like rural. Russia? Countries. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, some of the people that I was reading about, they were saying that like they just basically created a little village and they all just <laughs> lived there together. Wow, it's like the Duggars family. How they had like eighteen kids, and then those kids keep having heaps of kids, and that yeah. Imagine being one of those kids and then having to make like a family tree and being like, well, there's Uncle mm-hmm. this and Auntie Mi- and whatever. And blah, blah, blah. So many. Well, how would you think of names? I don't know. <laughs> You'd have to go through your family tree and be like, um. This name's not taken. <laughs> I don't know. Oh like, sure, you'd have like ten Johns, and oh yeah, I don't even know what are Russian names. <laughs> you okay, Steph? Sorry, something just flew into my arm. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to just keep going, just to like, <laughs> I can just see you like really like flustered. Yeah, sorry. Um, Russian names. Dimitri. Anastasia. There'd be a lot of Dimitris and Anastasias, surely. 
Yeah, Vlad. Vlad. <laughs> yeah, I don't know any others. I was gonna um, say you're like yeah, Vlad, and I was like yeah, and Vladimir. <laughs> <laughs> wow, this story took a turn. I'm really sorry. Yeah, to I'm sorry. I failed this conversation. I feel disrespectful. Um, <laughs> but he did, he had 15 children. He actually had a tattoo on his neck that was um a, <clears throat> a Bible quote that said um go forth and multiply and your children will inherit the earth. Well, they probably wow. will. There's you a really did multiply. Mm. Yeah. Yes. So, a very tragic loss for both his family and his fans. Mm. But, um, for sure. The, but yeah. the thing that's been, like, I don't know if rubbing me the wrong way is the right way to put it, but just something, I guess, like, off-putting about the stories about DMX is people are jumping to the conclusion that it was, like, an overdose, related to an overdose. Yeah, that's what I thought it yes. was at first. Yeah, well, I there was so no. Too. Yeah, no, because his um, long-time lawyer said that, the um, cause could not be confirmed, but he did. He did have um, a history struggling with, um, with drugs, but it's not been confirmed. We don't no. know. Well, that and I thought it had been confirmed, so I was like, "Oh, the poor guy." And then I saw Demi Lovato speak about it, and then now thinking back on it, like Demi Lovato's experience has been awful, obviously, but like she, she's comparing. She, what did she say? She had survivor's guilt about this. I'm like, but you don't even know if that's what's happened to him. And I just mm, that's a bit awkward. Yeah, I went on a bit of like a rabbit hole, being like, why does everyone think it's an OD? It very well could be, but it's not being. But confirmed. I don't know why people. Are, yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, I think it's just one of those things, though. That I mean, if he has a history with it, people kind of do jump to conclusions. Mm. Um, and yeah, we don't know what exactly happened there and what other kind of um health um issues he may have had but um no there was there there were a lot of people talking about that but they made a a statement to say that there was nothing um they were not sure of Mm. the cause it's just a cardiac arrest which can happen is very sad Yeah. yeah Okay, so the internet is having a field day trying to figure out who the possible celebrities slash influencers are that have been sliding into Iggy Azalea's DMs. So the Aussie rapper revealed on her TikTok account screenshots of her Instagram DMs, uh, which are just flooded with really bizarre messages. Like one is just spamming her saying, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. And um, anyways, I'll go into more about other examples soon. Um. She's blocked out the account names, but she's left how many followers they have. And these people, like, I think one was up to 27 million followers. So they would be well-known people that are in her DMs. One DMer with 8.9 million followers offered Iggy $15,000 just to speak over the phone. Another with six, six point, sorry, I'm reading it and it's making me laugh already. One with 6.2 million followers said, you need a poo bear and that they'd eat that thing like a jar of honey. Steph's face. That's not a good pickup line. Well, I just feel like you saying poo bear (laughs) in that context is not good. No. I am a witty. It gets weirder um the most blunt message came from someone with 27 million followers who said and i quote oh man if we can don't don't cut this don't 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 make this out of context <laughs> but it's they said 
I want to kiss the inside of your butthole. Very blunt, very to the point. Yeah. Yep. While it's unclear who these people are sliding into her DMs, we do know that Iggy isn't following them as the DMs she is sharing show the accept or block images that pop up when you get a DM request. So the internet is certain there are a few key people behind these DMs, but I wanted to ask you two, who Mm. do you think they could be? I spoiled it for myself and I looked up what people thought. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't have any genuine guesses now that I've um, seen those guesses. What about you, Steph? Okay. I... (laughs) This is so stupid. I I like didn't do any kind of real like I didn't look to see if the following numbers were comparable with anybody that I thought it could oh, be. Yeah. But I was like, I feel like one of them should be Drake. Okay. <laughs> oh. just, Why not? Um, I just feel. Followers. No, I just checked. It's seventy-seven million. Oh, I mean, maybe sorry. he just casually grew thirty million. Wait, yeah, 30, I, 70, yeah. 20. <laughs> I just said yes. I My don't. brain. <laughs> um, but just I was like, that sounds like a Drake type oh, vibe. Yeah. Um, but no, disproven. Then I was like, oh, I don't know. Maybe it's like one of the rappers that she's kind of worked with recently. But I, I don't know. I didn't really have too many other kind of like guesses strong inklings about anybody in particular to be honest i was like maybe like um tiger i don't oh, know oh interesting anyway interesting. money you I'm, said I'm you excited for yourself what what did you okay see? so i went for a little dig on twitter because i just couldn't wait and <laughs> so some people reckon the butthole guy is travis scott <laughs> So not far from Tiger, right? Did they both date Kyle? So yeah, uh, that was the space I was sort of working in. Nice, nice. He has more followers now, but last year he had the right amount of followers. Oh, interesting. And uh, further investigation into followers and post counts (laughs) has also suggested that one of the guys could be King Buck. I have no idea who that is. Who that is that? Yeah, oh, I, don't know. No. I don't know who that is. I'm not sure. Some either. others think that Steve Aoki is one of the guys who sent the message yeah, I saw requesting that. Iggy to oh. send him audio of her speaking. The one who just said, call me or whatever it was, the 15 grand. And I wonder if that he's trying to like start a deal, like a trying to collab on music. Though. Maybe. And then some people, this one was the weirdest one for me. Some people mm. also think that Brooklyn Beckham could have been one of them. Yeah, I don't get why. What, His like, follower count and post count correspondent. Oh, to which one? Um, I can't. I can't remember. It was pretty tame. I think it was like, "Oh, I love you" or something like that. Oh, but isn't he married? Or am I? He is engaged. Beckham? Engaged. Okay, he's got twelve point two million followers now. Um, interesting. I just really want her to out them reveal. Yeah, because it wouldn't be defamation. No, because it's. It would just be so, hilarious, but maybe yeah. they've all got people. Like Brooklyn has his fiance. Maybe she's trying not to be. Mm. I mean, try not to rock the, the, the men are the the yucky ones, but like mm. maybe she's mm. not. Wanting and we to. are assuming they're all men. They might be women too. Okay, could be. Now mm. you've just. Mm. I hadn't actually thought about that. 
no, opening neither. up the possibilities. I I don't think that it's Brooklyn Beckham. It's a no, it's, it's a it's weird one, really right? Strange, yeah. The reason that I have for this is stupid, <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> um, I just feel like. He has so like many people fawning over him, and also she wrote "No Chance Uglies" or something, and she called them all uglies. And like, <laughs> you he's so hot. <laughs> so <laughs> what you're saying is that you want Brooklyn Beckham but also, to slide into your DMs. <laughs> but also, like Drake's not ugly either, no. so I guess it well, really you doesn't have Drake really work because at all. You've already debunked that one for yourself. True. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I am clearly have not thought about this enough to have any kind of opinion, so I don't know why I keep talking. <laughs> um, but I'm so I'm so interested. Do you think that that person wanted to pay her to talk to them because of her Australian accent? Because if so, oh. I would really be so happy to, yeah. to like yeah, send yeah. audio of me talking with this gorgeous <laughs> Aussie accent. 100%. Except, Good day, Steph, motherfucker. They do not have to pay you because there is hours and hours of you speaking on the internet with this podcast. Unless they want her to say specific things. That and is they true. Give her a script. That's true. Mm. But then, that might be I don't know true. what you want me to do say. Do you remember, like, a long time ago? They want you to say Pooh Bear. <laughs> a while ago, we were talking about things like OnlyFans and how I was like, if You'd people want me feet. to, yeah, I would take photos of my feet for sure. <laughs> but then I kind of felt bad because then I was seeing this TikTok and this woman uh, like sells videos of her eating and she was like, mm. this is sex work. Like whether you like it or not, it's a fetish and it's sex work. And I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, that's true. I don't that's really, true. I don't want to, I don't want to do that then. And just to make, just to make it clear. <laughs> <laughs> In I case you're like... wondering from months back when I said that, I take People it. People have been mulling it over like, when's Marnie going to get her feet out? Get your feet out, Marnie. If I did it, I would do it secretly. I would never oh. tell you. Well, you don't have to get your face in there, so. True. So do we have any kind of proof? Do we know where anybody is? I don't think we do yet, but when we do, we'll we'll do an update. We'll do a little update. So... I'm going to go ahead and assume that everyone here is aware about Chloe Gate, mm-hmm. the situation where the Kardashians went wild <laughs> trying to stop an unedited photo of Chloe from making the rounds on the internet. Mm-hmm. Which is so dramatic. dramatic. So, so dramatic. dramatic. Extremely. In fact, I heard, though, that it's not even – it's it's not unedited. It's just not edited to the – Oh, wait, what? Jesus. Like, that could be bullshit, but I did read that somewhere. Wow. Any away. Um, if you've seen the – have you? Have either of you seen yes. the Yes. Yeah. Of course you have. When we're talking <laughs> <about that>. <laughs> <laughs> if you've seen the photo, everyone listening, um, the picture shows Chloe. You'll know that the picture shows Chloe in a bikini. She's looking very fit, if you ask she me. She looks great, and yeah. Ext- yeah, she looks very normal. Um, there are some creases there. It's natural lighting. Lord, there's even the appearance of pores. I know. No, I can't believe it. She um, has skin. Yeah, crazy town. <laughs> but, yeah, the response to this photo has been 
gobsmacking. I can't speak. Gobsmacking. Really gobbing the smacking. It just really brought to light how false and how dangerous the Kardashian standard of beauty is. Oh, that's so true. And they I don't even just mean for us. Like, that's exactly right. Yeah. I think it's it's bullshit for, for us, but also for them. Mm. And so, like, you know, when Chloe finally responded to this, frankly, ridiculous story, it did res- get mixed responses, right? So she spoke about the years of public abuse that she has received um, for being considered the ugly Kardashian sister. Mm. And that's really no exaggeration. You know, if you've been following along with the Kardashians since they kind of came stepped into the <clears throat> public space, you'll know that Chloe has really badly copped it over the years. In a statement, she mentioned how the pressure, constant ridicule and judgment, my entire life to be perfect and to meet other standards of how I should look has been too much to bear. Mm. And she, you know, mentioned that she's been told she's less attractive, she's fat and that she couldn't be her father's daughter because of how of how she looks so there's obviously a lot to kind of peel away here it's a very long-running problem for her and I guess the family more broadly but like you know I think it, it is worth mentioning that how she has been treated is disgusting and it's not okay however by like working this hard <laughs> to only share like a perfectly curated selection of edited photos that really just sort of further perpetuates this beauty myth Mm. that has like left her feeling less than um and it's one that you know her family does thrive on but it's so problematic and I did see that um you know as always Jamila Jamil has made some pretty poignant comments on this I think it's worth checking out if you haven't already but i'll quote a little bit of it she wrote on twitter that this is the kind of hysteria that comes from 10 plus years of being made fun of by the media and by the world about your body this is why i hate photo editing because it makes you hate and fear your real face and body and makes your fans hate theirs um jamil also responded to chloe's statement directly saying that she was really sorry for what chloe had been through but asked her to to now take this opportunity to stop photo editing and end this whole charade um which i don't think will happen Mm. um you know chloe's whole argument in this was that she has the right to put forward the photos of herself that she feels comfortable with and you know she has worked really hard for her body and so wants to kind of feel control in that space which you can understand but I'm interested to know what you guys think like do you think that Chloe and the Kardashians like all of them have missed an opportunity here or should they just be able to share the pictures that they want and it's completely up to them um I I think they've missed an opportunity here because I'm just thinking, obviously, I don't know what it's like to be them, but I was thinking if an embarrassing thing happened to one of my sisters, 
like an unedited photo, if we were those type of people, I would step in and share an unedited photo of me as well. It could have been an awesome opportunity uh-huh. for the, all the sisters and their mum to just all be like, yep, we're normal people. The, this is what we look like. We'll Imagine Chris Jenner unedited. Yeah. I'm kidding. I, I'm kidding. <laughs> I just think it would be really cool to see what they look like. Um, That's as true. People who are not afraid of showing what they look like. That's what I was hoping would happen. I don't know why I, th- I thought that there was even a chance, yeah. but I, I was hoping. Who knows? Maybe they will start to... Because I, I think things are changing with the next generation coming in. There's more... People want to have more of a relaxed Instagram, not so much curated. Um, that being said, though, filters are wildly popular. Uh, so I don't know. It could go anyway, really. Yeah, I don't know. Also, when this story first broke, I thought that it was a photo of her doing something actually bad. Like, yeah, I was yeah, like, I know. I was like, this is a stupid photo of her in a bikini looking like a normal fit person. Yeah, like, and yeah, she looks like really fit. When yeah. people said she looks like a normal person, I'm like, well, she's super fit. You know? I, yeah, no, she does. Yeah. She looks great. And I yeah. also love the fact that by the Kardashians requesting people to take the photo down, it blew up the story so much more than it needed yeah. to. Like this yeah. photo, they could have just let it be. People would have, you know thought that it was a, a good photo and not much probably would have come of it. Like maybe a little bit of publicity, but that's about it. Um, but the fact that she's like, oh my God, this photo cannot exist online and there's nothing wrong with it. And even like, imagine Kim sliding into your DMs asking you to delete that photo. That's mm, yeah. bizarre. It is bizarre. I think that if they just let the photo, you know, go, people would have liked her more. She probably would have been praised for yeah. it. People would have been like, look how good she yeah. looks. Um, and, you know, you can see that she is just like in her natural skin there. She just, you know, looks like a person, a very fit person. But I think that it would have been a great chance for them to, I don't know, I mean, feel a little bit more relatable for once in their lives. It just makes me feel a bit more sad for them that they freak out this much over people seeing what they actually look like and what an exaggerated mm. freak out also we've yeah. seen them all like when they were younger and they didn't look anything like the way they look now other than courtney i think yeah uh, yeah she's she looks pretty similar yeah yeah that's true i just i i, I do feel bad for chloe because obviously this is something that has really affected her and body image is such a sensitive thing mm. um but it's just sad that this is how it was approached. And, yeah, like you mentioned, Sam, that her family didn't come through and be like, nah, look how great she she looks, rather than acting as if, like, the worst thing on yeah, earth had happened. like she just leaked her, like someone leaked her nudes or something. Like, that's the kind of thing where I'd be like, fair enough, you don't want that out there. So get it taken down. But, yeah. Strange world. Alrighty, we'll be back in just a moment for Raider or Hater and Reality Roundup. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. We are at Podcast, or you can come join our Facebook group, which Summer mentioned earlier. You can find that if you search Popfix Podcast. Podcast. 
you're listening to Pop Fix and it's time for Rate It or Hate It. And this week, guys, I wanted to get your opinion on Netflix's newest show, which is set in Byron Bay and called Byron Bay's. Boo. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I loved it at first and then I'm having a love-hate relationship with the name. Okay. So the show, it's a reality show in case you didn't guess. And Netflix has described it as a docu-soap series following a feed of hot Instagrammers living their best lives, being their best selves, creating the best drama, which is then crossed out and then it's written content. Uh, Very witty. Um, They added, this is our love letter to Byron Bay. It's not just Chris Hemsworth and Zac Efron's background. Background? Background. That's not the word I meant. (laughs) Backyard. (laughs) (laughs) It's the playground of more celebrity adjacent adjacent influences than you can poke a selfie stick at. But plot twist. Don't write these bays off too quickly. There'll be fights, flings and heartbreak. But beneath every perfect post is a very real desire, not just for likes, but to be liked, damn it, for who you are. So relatable. Can the bays survive (laughs) summer without a collab going wrong? Byron's the kind of of paradise that makes it all feel possible. I love the fact that they're like... I think I have a migraine. They're like, oh my God, plot twist, but they haven't even (laughs) shot the show yet. How do you know? (laughs) Oh. <laughs> just like it feels really desperate so oh, desperate yeah. um and i wonder if they share any unedited photos yeah, doubt, they doubtful. do not <laughs> <laughs> but the uh the idea just as it has with you guys it hasn't gone over very well with netflix fans with some threatening to delete their accounts over it and oh come on look, you're, that's silly. You, you're oh. probably not going to make too much of a difference <laughs> to netflix's bottom line but you tried <laughs> i guess Some have called it the worst idea since maths. Others hope that it was an April Fool's joke, but it definitely is not. According to Q Min Lu, Netflix's director of content for Australia and New Zealand, commissioning the show was a (laughs) no-brainer. You've got Byron. Byron's just done. I think Byron Bay's just done after this. Like celebrities are going to move away. Maybe it'll be great for Byron. Maybe people will be sick of it, and then no one will go. And then yeah, and then the locals will be like, finally, we have our space back. Yeah. Um. So yeah, she's like, we're following them as they're going about the hustle and finding love and happiness and the validation of the people around them and people online. And she added that the show is not intended to poke fun, but build a connection between the people on screen and ourselves as viewers. People can find it easy to write off those who have influencer lifestyles and careers, she said. But at the end of the day, aren't we all curating our lives before we put them out on social media? I mean, I guess. That's a fair <laughs> point. You only share what you want to share. Yeah. But you don't, like, oh, I don't know. Um, well, we know two of the stars so far. So if either of you watched Love Island Australia, which I don't think you did, I did not, uh, you might know this name, Elias Chigros, a 30-year-old person. Oh, I thought you knew. (laughs) I'm joking. Uh, Close personal friend. I will never know who this is. And what, in fact, I was going to say is a 30-year-old close personal friend of Steph Nuzzo, um, (laughs) also a personal trainer. And quite honestly, I can see why they've picked him. The dude is hot. (laughs) Oh, God. Then there's Jessica Vanderlee, also hot. And I've decided I like her just from her Instagram because she's a model, but she's not stick thin. I'm all for it. I like it. My question for you guys is... No. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) 
I won't ask the question then. <laughs> Sorry, Melanie, go on. I was going to say, would you watch it or not? I.e., do you rate it or do you hate it? Hate it. I'm going to, after some careful thought and consideration, <laughs> I think I'm going to have to say that I, I hate it. Fair enough. But have you seen any of it? Is it? Is no, it they've out? not even so shot filming, it, right? Yeah, yeah. That's they so haven't shot thing. it, and they're talking about the. Plot That's what twist. I'm saying. Yeah. Oh lord, no! Yeah. I know oh, though that I'm gonna say hate it right now, and then I'll watch it, and then I'll be like, okay, I kind of rate it because if they're talking about plot twists, then they you can't just go out there and say it. Like you know, you have to have the dirt, which means they know something, and they're gonna use it against the influencers, and then get them fighting. And then it's just going to be a bit dramatic and it's going to be a bit like addictive. Sam, are you a producer on this show? No, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I think that they actually do have a maths producer or someone who has worked on maths, been involved with maths in some way. I'm pretty sure I read that somewhere. Don't quote me. Um, so, so you know they're going to do fucked up shit then. Probably. And I'm going to say, I'll just say that I rate it, I guess, because I seem to be the only one that watches reality, Australian reality <laughs> dating shows uh and you know i'll report back when it's out how about that (laughs) i'm excited uh moving on to reality roundup which uh you know if you think about it that could have been included in reality roundup but i split it up i split it up you kept it fresh you kept everyone keeping it funky fresh (laughs) we're moving on to our last week of maths i think i hope so I thought <laughs> we could go through some of the trouble going on both on screen and off. I was talking to people and I was like, man, this has actually been quite a short season. And people were like, are you crazy? It's been going for ages. And then someone else was like, no, because of COVID, they had nothing to do. So they actually yeah. did have to end it sooner than normal, um, which, you know, that's not a bad thing. So it's a huge it's investment into my the, time. It's actually the last week. I'm pretty sure. So every week I've been saying, I'll catch up. Oh, I'll catch up. well, you can I catch up. Like You'll be able to catch up on all of the episodes. Marathon it. Um, we are recording this on Monday. We've not watched Monday night's episode because the nine media room site has been down since they got hacked. Oh. So I've not been able to pre-watch oh, anything. Of course. Oh, I was so disappointed. Anywho. <laughs> so yes, we have reached the final episodes and Thanks to some insiders like the So Dramatic podcast, we now know already who stays together and who does not. So if you don't want the spoiler, skip ahead. I'm giving you time to skip ahead. Blah, 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 blah. Skip ahead. (laughs) Samma, skip ahead. (laughs) (laughs) So unsurprisingly, Belinda and Patrick are still together. Um... They stay together at Final Vows and they are currently still together. Johnny and Kerry, who quickly became my favourite couple when they came in as intruders, are also still together. Yes! (laughs) Bryce and Melissa, sadly, as we know and have spoken about previously, are still together. Now, this is the the Bryce that is gaslighting her, right? No matter how hard the other participants have tried to point it out to Melissa, Bryce is a gaslighting dickhead, as you mentioned, Summer. She continues to stay because she just wants to be loved and she's scared that if it's not Bryce, who will it be? Well, see, I was I was talking to my sister-in-law about this and she raised a really good point. She said that the producers have basically allowed an abuser to abuse someone. 
And I feel like most seasons there is someone like this. That's true. Yeah, I feel like it's, you know, kind of part of their recipe for success. And you know what? Maybe they're just trying to start conversations like we're having (laughs) right now. (laughs) Possibly. I actually saw a post on, um, what was it, Z Feed, I think, and it was talking about, um, you know, how even hate watching the show, like people should consider whether or not they want to do that because it signals to the producers that what they're doing is effective mm-hmm. and that um, it kind of, you know, means that it's going to continue. And especially if that kind of gaslighting storyline is something that gets heaps of eyeballs on the show, it hardly says, we don't like this, don't do it anymore. Yeah. So that's true. to consider. Hopefully the conversations that are being had on social media do kind of send a message. I know that a lot of complaints have been sent as well. Um about yeah, the show that's so true. hopefully that does send a message um i also yeah. kind of love the fact that this has exposed bryce given that he is in radio and he will likely not really get a job on radio in the future because people now know what he's really like um true. which sucks to be him but you do what you did and face the consequences um exactly. yes Jake and Beck also surprisingly uh, choose to stay together, but they do eventually split later down the track. Alana and Jason also choose to stay together, but break up with Jason rumoured to have been keeping her for the sex while also sleeping with a bunch of other women. Oh, lovely. And Alana was actually apparently going to say leave, but after hearing Jason's vows, she chose to stay. So he must say something that kind of convinces her. So if if you're watching, if you're sorry, if you're listening to this and you watched this last night, and I'm wrong. Lol. Yeah. <laughs> let, us, let us know. <laughs> Did Marnie get it right or wrong? Georgia and Liam do not stay together after the final vows, with Liam apparently changing his mind, just like Alana, and deciding to leave at the last minute after hearing her supposedly aggressive vows. And now, also, I don't know if you guys saw this video last week. I'm assuming you have of Jason, Johnny, and Georgia. Okay. No. That's, that's all good then. I'll give you a full rundown. Okay. So Jason, Johnny, and Georgia uh, were all together right before the final vows were filmed and they all must live in Brisbane. Uh, And Jason went on a very strange homophobic rant about Liam, who is bisexual. So... Oh, I did hear yeah. about this. So for, um, for you guys and anyone else that's missed it, um, they were hanging out a couple of days before the final vows and they recorded this video, which I think was then shared to George's Insta stories in, I think it was, this was November. And it's now reappeared thanks to So Dramatic. I've never given so many shout outs to another podcast. <laughs> The video makes it very clear that Liam and Georgia don't end up together with Jason calling Liam a full-blown homosexual and then for some reason starts body shaming him. So he is very clearly drunk and begins the video by saying, cheers to everyone. Okay, and I'm sorry, this is not going to make sense, but he didn't make sense, but I'm just trying to tell you what he said. (laughs) Cheers to everyone. Can I just say one thing right now? He is not 110% anymore. I wouldn't give a shit anymore because we're free and we're going to run amok in Brisbane. Jason, tell them what you're talking about, Georgia tells him. Can I say, Georgia's husband, ass wanker, I can't remember what his name is, Liam, is 110% and is a wanker and Georgia is better than him. He says, he's ugly, fat, and he is chubby. 
I'm by the pool and I just and just want to say George's husband is full-blown homosexual. He is ugly and chubby and doesn't go to the gym, he continues. Johnny then asks, and I really like Johnny and I'm very disappointed after seeing this video. He goes, hmm. you're by what? Bisexual? In reference to Lynn's sexuality because Jason said, I'm by the pool. Seemingly oh. unable to stop, Jason then goes on to say, he hasn't gone to the gym in 64 years. Georgia is way hotter than him and he is batting way above his average. She can't wait to say, shut your mouth and get out of here, you chubby little wanker, in a couple of days at the final vows. And that's all I have to say about that. And then Raja, Raja? <laughs> I just mixed two words. Uh, <laughs> okay. I was like, who's Raja? That? I wish that was someone called Raja. Um, yeah. Rather than urging. <laughs> Sorry, it's just funny because now I know. (laughs) Rather than urging him not to say those things, Johnny tells Jason not to post the video. So that's very disappointing. Um, And since watching Sunday night's episode, I think what is clear that happened is that at the dinner party, Liam was kind of a bit horrible to Georgia. I'm not saying that they were... In the right, obviously, yeah. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, she asked if his friends and family would accept her and he was basically like, no, they wouldn't. Like, you're too much of a, you know, city girl and we're country people and they won't like you straight away. He then went on to say that, like, you know, once they get to know you, yeah, sure. But he kind of fought quite hard and, like, a lot of people around the table were like, nah, man, you can't say that. She's intelligent. She's this, she's that how can you say that they won't accept her? You don't know that. And he's like, no, they won't. So I guess they had some space after that episode and the final vows. And then they've obviously made this video. The video actually um, gets brought up in the reunion, apparently. And Liam is really upset by it. Um, According to the Daily Mail, a source close to Liam has revealed he was absolutely betrayed and heartbroken after watching the video, which, um, yeah, as I said, it was brought up in the reunion. And the video took a really big toll on him with sources telling the publication he has struggled mentally and lost a lot of weight because of it. Jason has since apologised for the comments telling the publication, I would like to sincerely apologise for my comments in regards to a fellow MAPS participant's uh, sexuality. After a few too many drinks, I made some inappropriate remarks that I'm ashamed of and greatly regret. I will learn from this and try to become a better person from this experience. Um, I'm sorry, if you had a couple of drinks, you don't just say random shit that you've never thought in your life. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And it's something that bi people get a lot that they're, they're like, oh, you're not actually bi. You're just like pretending until you're ready to tell everyone you're actually homosexual. And it's fucked up. It, it's like, I don't even know what the word is, but it's like taking away their identity and, and saying, yeah. It's yeah, well, it's dismissive. Yeah. And it happens a lot on Australian um, reality TV too. Like there's, I don't know. I was reading an article. I can't remember where it was now but it was talking about how there's a real problem with biphobia yeah um in australian reality tv so yeah that's fucked mm. kerry um as i mentioned kerry is johnny's partner was on hit hobart's jimmy and nate last week and revealed that johnny and georgia had privately apologized to liam for the video months ago so i'm assuming as soon as it came out they apologized and she said they've gone to really great lengths to mend fences and move forward in their friendships with liam uh, she said, adding that she and Johnny had actually caught up with Liam in Brisbane last week. So obviously things are okay between them. 
but I don't think um, things are very good between Liam and Georgia, and I don't know about Jason, but yeah. Hmm. That's the tea on that. <laughs> Wild. Alrighty, that's all we have time for today. Thank you so much for joining us this week on Pop Fix, your weekly fix of pop culture news. Please subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you're listening right now. And if you could... Blah, 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 blah. I was going too fast. (laughs) And if you could please leave us a five-star rating and review, we would very much appreciate it. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter. We are at popfixpodcast. Uh, Join us on Facebook. Why not? Search the same thing. You'll find us. And if you don't find us, search harder. (laughs) Samma, where can we find you on Insta? You can find me at underscore SamaRose underscore. And Steph? At Steph Nixon. And you can find me at Marnie Dixit. We'll be back in a week. Chat to you then. Bye. Bye. <laughs>